If you are ready to get clarity in your personal branding, both energetically and visually, and also learn how much of your personal life is okay or too much to share, then you are going to want to stick around for this episode because I am not holding anything back. Welcome to the Subconscious CEO Podcast, the only place where you will learn how to once and for all eliminate your limiting beliefs, eradicate stress, energetically align with the success you are craving, and learn real strategies to become seen and heard in order to define your brand and expand your business. My name is Jackie Adams, and I am an integrative hypnotist and energy healer with a background as a nurse, people leader, and entrepreneur. My mission in life is to make sure everyone who desires to step into their highest self and create the business of their dreams has these vital tools to thrive. So let's get into it. Hello, hello. So I am actually recording this episode from my dining room table because I needed a change of scenery. And for the first time in... I don't know how many weeks I am home alone. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. And maybe it's because I have six people and two, sometimes three animals living in my house. And it's just pure chaos most of the time. But I savor those moments of being alone. I don't even know what it feels like to be lonely. And maybe that's just me. But I love it. It feels so good. And I didn't want to go seclude myself downstairs in a confined room. I wanted to look out at my house and look at my living room and just savor and enjoy this feeling of being alone. I mean, I still have my two dogs and they will probably bark to interrupt so rudely, (laughs) but I'm loving it. Anyways, I just had to share that because I'm loving it. I love my family. They are so fun. It is it is a lot in this household. <laughs> it is a lot, but it is fun. However, it is a lot of work, like a significant amount of work. And this work, this business I've created, this podcast I've created is what truly fills me up. It's what fills my cup. It's what gives me the sense of purpose, the sense of impact that I desire to make. And that's really why I have chosen to have a personal brand. And this episode today is all about how to get clarity in your personal brand. And to start it off, I would like to define what a personal brand is. And really what it is, is It's how you as a person humanize your company, your coaching business, whatever it is, however you make money, if you are putting your face out there and personalizing it, humanizing it in order to gain likability and trust with your audience, with your potential client base, that is a personal brand. I want to differentiate this from just a regular company brand. So let's just say like, I don't know, what's a big brand? Like Coca-Cola, which I don't even know why I'm saying (laughs) Coca-Cola. But I'm sure if you like looked into the history of Coca-Cola, you could find 
the person who created it. And, you know, there's a really messed up history with that company and how it came to be. I'm not going to go there. And I, again, I don't even drink Coke or any. I've actually, here's a fun fact about me. You guys are going to think I'm crazy. I, I mean, I am crazy, but, you know, I've never had soda. I've never tasted Coke, Pepsi, anything in my life. I have accidentally drank Sprite before once and thought I was going to die. It was so disgusting. I'm so turned off by soda that when I'm near it, if it's like, oh, I just, I can't. So anyways, my kids make fun of me and of course they ask for it and I let them have it on occasion, but they know I'm never going to buy that stuff. (laughs) It was recently my stepdaughter's birthday and she asked for Coke for her friends. I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. And I like, she came with me to the store and I put it in the, in the shopping cart. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're buying Coke. And I'm like, I know this is how much I love you. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, I digress. So Coca-Cola is a big brand. It's a faceless brand. It's not a personal brand. And yet they have a lot of credibility. So it's not a great example because they have a lot of history, uh, authority in the industry. People know the brand very, very well. As opposed to, let's say, if there was a new soda company that came out on the market and let's call them Kestra Soda, okay? Kestra Soda. I'm totally making this up. Let's say Kestra Soda comes onto the market and they have cool branding, but nobody really knows who they are. Nobody trusts them. And if Kestra Soda is in a store next to Coca-Cola, what are you going to choose? You're going to go for the brand that you trust, that you know. And that's what Coca-Cola has done over like I think hundreds of years at this point is built that credibility over time. However, in today's age, if you're wanting to build authority and credibility, there's so much noise out there. There's so many people selling things out there. It's important now more than ever to create a personal connection with each buyer, your audience, your future clientele, right? Because we can look at a company who has a product or a service and they even if they have great reviews I don't know about you but for me I'm asking myself who runs this who are the people behind this who's working here is this company being run offshore is it local do these people even care about their jobs are they getting paid minimum wage for what they do or are they passionate about what they do Especially when it comes to a service or coaching or if I'm learning something, I want to make sure that who I'm learning from, who I'm buying a service from is someone that I at least have somewhat of a connection with. And that might look different for everybody and and there may be varying opinions on that. But I can tell you right now that we used to look at either a company or a personal brand. However, now it's almost like the same thing. So when it comes to that example of whether you're going to buy from Coca-Cola or Kestra Soda, you're going to want to go with more of the authority because you know nothing about this new soda on the market. However, what if that soda brand had 
someone behind it who cared so deeply about this product. And they made sure that as part of their branding, they showed up as someone who created this product based on everything that was wrong with the big guys. You know, they had a story, they had a mission, they cared. And what if they put this product on the map because people started paying attention to the intention of the creators of that product? Without that personal brand, they may not be able to take off and compete with the big guys. Once you're so big, you don't necessarily have to have that personal brand anymore when you're a company of that size because you've already earned that authority and credibility. But for people who are just starting out in business, it's really important to make sure that you're showing up with your energy because it's not necessarily the thing people are buying from you. It's your energy that they're attracted to. And all of us have like an energetic bubble surrounding us. However, when we can break through the limiting beliefs within us, when we can start showing up as the fullest expression of ourselves, when we can get clear in defining who we are as a person and as a brand, and then portray that to potential audience members, potential clients, customers, buyers, then our energy can penetrate further and deeper. When we find that ability to become more confident, when we connect into our subconscious minds and feel like safer to take up space, not just physically, but on an energetic level. And what I want to talk about today is... First of all, the importance of personal branding, which we've kind of started to touch on, but also how to define that, how to get clarity in your personal branding. What does that look like? It does tie into your message and your mission. So it is important that you know what your company or your brand's mission is, what your core values are. And a lot of times your core values of your company are aligned with your own personal core values. Right? If you value time, freedom, and time with your family, then in your company, that's going to be a core value most likely. But not all of your personal core values are going to be associated with your business because your, your business and your brand is just an extension of you. It's a part of you. It's not the whole you. So when you are showing up as the personal brand, it does allow your audience and your future clients and customers to feel connected to you, but you don't have to show up like a reality TV show. You don't have to give the play-by-play -play of every single moment of your life. You can pick and choose the parts of you that you want to portray within your personal brand. So when we're talking about designing and getting clarity in your personal brand, the first thing is what is your mission? And your mission usually includes what result do you get for your client? How do you get that result? And what's the bigger picture impact that you want to make on a bigger level? So that mission is important. 
And then after that, you're going to think about what are the emotions that you want to evoke in your audience? What do you want them to feel? So emotions could be anywhere from you want them when they look at your brand to feel inner peace. Maybe it's they want to feel energized. Maybe they want to feel healthy. Maybe they want to feel uh, happy. They want to feel loving or creative or success-driven, results-based. There are so many different feelings that a brand can give off. Maybe it's abundance or wealthy or feminine. I would just challenge you to brainstorm a bunch of words, a bunch of feelings, the descriptors of how you want your audience to portray your brand. And those descriptor words, feelings, will help you to identify how you are going to show up in your business, the messages that you're going to portray, and then that will help you to better define the visual part of your branding. So right now you're working on the energetic part of your branding. And to get clear on that, sure, you can brainstorm, but I think it's even more effective when you can go into your subconscious mind and you can do that through meditation, maybe yoga, dancing, movement, breath work, or my favorite, hypnosis or self-hypnosis. And this is something that I, that I work with my clients on in helping them to just clear the chatter, clear the self-judgment, and get to the core of who they are, the core of what their mission is and how they want to show up. Once you get clear in that, then you can move to the visual branding piece of, hey, what colors do I want my brand to be? What fonts do I want to have? What does my logo need to look like? And those are all things that you can choose however you want. However, once you have your brand feelings, it's easier to choose that. And hey, if you are scientific about color theory and you want to look up what colors evoke or invoke, what's the word? <laughs> Happiness. You're going to find yellow, power. You'll find red, uh, serenity, maybe like a lavender. Maybe you do want to find scientifically what colors invoke the feelings that you want your audience to feel when they experience your brand. However, for me, it's more energetic and I just want to choose the colors that feel the best to me, that feel the most aligned to me and how I want to show up. And I would choose between two to four, maybe five colors. Three is kind of the sweet spot that complement each other, whether that's like white, black, and gold or dark purple, light purple, and yellow. I don't actually know if that works great together. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen so many different branding color uh combinations. And a lot of times you see the person's personality and you're like, oh yeah, those colors totally fit their personality. So really it's whatever feels good to you. Just choose the colors. And when you're on like a program such as Canva or there's so many websites out there where you can find the exact shade of the color, get the hex codes, which is like the hashtag or asterisk sign with the number and letter code. It's like a six digit code. Uh, write that down or copy and paste into a notepad on your phone and just keep track of your brand colors so that you can make sure to be consistent across all platforms whenever you need to create graphics or logos or whatever. Next are fonts. So you're going to want to choose 
two or three different fonts that you consistently use across your platforms as well to kind of make a cohesive brand visually and energetically. So you'll want to maybe pick like a more fancy font and then a, a more standard font for copy. So this, this the fancy one could be used for things like your headlines, your titles, and then the more standard, something similar to like Arial or Times New Roman, but not exactly that. You want it to be a little unique, I would say, <laughs> a little modern. Uh, I would not use Comic Sans. Please stay away from Comic Sans. <laughs> um, I hope I'm not the only one laughing at that. But basically, choose what's in alignment for you and then write those down and put it in your little branding notepad on your phone. You can find fonts on the free version of Canva. There's a paid version of Canva where you can have even more access to fonts. And I think that's only like $12.99 a month. It's really cheap in my opinion, especially if you're just going to do a bunch of your branding stuff in the beginning and then cancel your membership. But honestly, I love my Canva Pro <laughs> account. I use it all the time. I even use it for making invitations or I made it for my grandfather's memorial slideshow. It's just, it's such an amazing tool. Canva is basically, if you don't know what it is, it's a graphic design tool for non-graphic designers, which is most of us. So it, you can make some killer, killer, amazing looking graphics. And I made my podcast title in Canva. I, you know, I've made everything in Canva. You can edit photos. You can remove the backgrounds. There's so much you can do in there. And there's a lot of tutorials on YouTube. So basically, if you're trying to get a desired effect in a graphic, just go on YouTube and search how to do XYZ in Canva. You'll find something. So find your fonts. And oh, also Creative Market is a website where you can purchase fonts. I love Creative Market. I will warn you, it's very overwhelming. There's thousands of fonts in there. So if you're looking for something highly specific, you can purchase the font, download it, and then upload it to your website or whatever you're going to use it on. It's pretty easy. However, if you want to keep things simple, stay away from Creative Market because you can get lost in that rabbit hole. And I'm all about keeping things simple so that you can get faster, further, or sorry, further, faster to the result that you are trying to get to. So you've got your colors, you've got your fonts, next is your logo. And again, something that energetically feels aligned to you that re represents you. And you don't have to have a logo by any means. A lot of people will just use their name or their company name in the font of their choosing. And that's just what they use as their logo. And that's totally fine. I find that when you can have and use a consistent logo across your platforms, it does really help to bring that cohesive nature to your audience so that if they maybe see you on Instagram and they catch a glimpse of your logo and then they see you on your website and then they see you on an ad and they're like, oh, I don't know who this is. And then they're like, oh, that logo, that's familiar. It kind of like helps them to remember you. Uh, there are some people who feel like personal branding means that they need to show up wearing the same color or having the same colored hair uh, at all times so that people can recognize them. And I think that's great. I actually have seen a coach who has purple hair and wears a purple suit in like everything that she shows up in. And it's smart because I definitely know who she is when I see her. I'm like, okay, 
I know who that is. And she also is cohesive with having a consistent message uh, and offers across the board. So it's very, very consistent. However, you do not have to do that. It's great if you can use a lot of the visual parts of the branding to help tie in your message and to help remind people of who you are. However, you don't have to be so perfect about it that it makes it hard for you. It's really important that you set yourself up for simplification. So if anything starts to feel like too much or too hard or it's preventing you from showing up, then scale it back a little bit and just choose simple. I think to me, simple is having the colors, having the fonts, having the logo and using it as much as I can, but also not going crazy with it. Logo options. There's so many ways that you can have a logo made. You can make one for yourself on Canva. You can go on fiverr.com and have one made for you on etsy.com. There's so many ways to get a logo done pretty cheap. Um, and again, totally free on Canva, potentially, if you're on the free version. I think you can make a logo pretty easily. It just may not look as good as some of the ones on Fiverr or Etsy. However, I have seen some pretty amazing logos done on Canva before. So once you have all the visual pieces of your branding and you have the messaging, you have the mission, you know what feelings you're evoking in your audience, the next step is showing up authentically yet as private as you want to. What I mean by that is you don't have to show up as a reality show. You can show up with the parts of you to your choosing. I want to share that a few years back, maybe like four-ish years ago, maybe more, I had a personal brand online. I had a different podcast. I had a coaching business. And everything back then about personal branding was taught as share your life, share your family, share everything you're doing, show up on stories, show up on Instagram, show up on this, show up on that. And I felt like that was the only way to create content was to just share as much as I possibly could so I could help my audience to get to know me and my family and trust me. And yet it was exhausting. It was so exhausting. And I felt like there was no privacy anymore. And to the point where when something did happen in my life that was pretty significant on a personal level, my business pretty much shut down because I felt like I couldn't share anything. And that's when I learned (laughs) Well, that's not when I learned. This is when I've learned. (laughs) But looking back on that time, I can now say that what I should have done or what I could have done, I don't like to say should, what I could have done that may have preserved my authenticity and kept my brand intact is I could have shared my scabs and not my wounds. I could have been more protective of my family life and really stuck to sharing what I'd already healed from instead of the problems and hot messes that were currently going on in my life. Because let's be honest, let's be real. All of us have messes in our lives that we're currently going through. And if I were to share my messes with you guys right now in my life, I would sound like a hot mess. 
And I'm sure you could say the same things. There are things that are happening that I'm still learning from. I'm still figuring out. And yet I'm not going to share those things with you because I'm needing to learn from them. I need to make some mistakes. I need to figure out how to get on the other side. And yet I have so many things that I have already learned from. I have grown from. I can teach on. I can inspire others about. I can give step-by-steps on how I got from A to Z. And that is part of my personal branding. Storytelling, using examples of how you went from, I just said A to Z. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Maybe A to B. Stories of what has helped me, stories of what's helped you to grow, to learn. That is what you can share. And you do not have to share your kids, your families. I don't share pictures of my kids on my business account. I'll mention that I have kids and I'll tell you on this podcast, my house is crazy. I got four kids at home. (laughs) I got two dogs, sometimes three dogs because I dog sit sometimes. And I still have a job besides this too. My life is crazy. However, I love it. And I'm not going to share all the craziness all the time. I'm going to share what I've learned from because I have really come a really far away. And that is part of my branding message that I have discovered how to hack my subconscious mind and help others to do the same in order to eliminate the blockages, the habits, the patterns that hold us back and replace them with the highest level version of yourself, myself. I don't know who we're talking about anymore, but replace these thoughts with the higher self and the habits of what that higher self has. I'm now able to get through my hot messes so much quicker because of the tools that I have learned, developed, and used on myself and others. And that is part of my personal brand. And it's also part of why I'm here today. It's part of my mission. I think everyone should have access to these tools. I think everyone should do self-hypnosis every single day. And that's something that I make sure that all of my clients learn on our first session together. It's important because this is a tool that can help you to reprogram your mind whenever you want. So in conclusion, personal branding clarity starts with getting to the mission, getting to the feelings you want to evoke in your audience, creating colors, fonts, logos that are congruent with that mission and those feelings. Showing up as an authentic version of yourself, selectively sharing what traits and what stories help feed into your brand and connect with your audience, yet you still get to keep the private stuff private. You still get to not have to show up on social media if it doesn't feel good to you. In your business, sure, you're going to have to probably do things that are boring and not super fun. However, the closest you can get to feeling aligned and taking aligned actions that are in energetic alignment with your mission, with the impact that you want to make, with the income that you want to make, 
that is what's going to help you to build and scale your brand and attract energetically the audience to you who is ready to learn from you. You do not want to teach everybody all the things. You want to get a little specific, quite a bit specific actually. And that's part of your branding. And that's part of the decisions and the clarity that you get to create, that you get to define. I hope this was helpful for you. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one for me to help you define the clarity as you see fit, we can absolutely have a session together, maybe even do some inner healing or hypnosis to quiet the chatter and the judgment in your brain and get to the core of who you are as a person, who you are as a brand, and putting it all together so that you can just start showing up more, taking more action, and getting to your goals faster. And if you're not ready to work together one-on-one, I do still have a free Eliminate Limiting Beliefs audio. It's just like a 12-minute quickie audio for free linked below in the show notes here. You can listen to it to help you to delete, eliminate, get rid of those limiting beliefs and call in the traits of your higher self to help you to take more aligned actions, make better decisions that are in alignment with the real you. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your review is like a guiding light to help me help others. Until next time, remember that you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy of all that you desire in life.